Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you are tuning in to listen to this. My name is Hannah Kate Chadwell, and I am currently a psych major at Piedmont University. And today we are going to be talking about depression in relation to cognition. So depression is defined as a serious medical illness that is negatively impacts how you feel, the way that you think, and how you act. Depression is treatable, and there are several ways that you can treat depression today that is practiced widely around the world, and everybody experiences depression differently, and their symptoms may not be the same as everybody else who is suffering with the same mental illness. The severity of the symptoms that you encounter during your depressive episodes mainly just depends on you as a person, your experiences, what it is centered around. There's a lot of factors that play into how severe your symptoms are. It's just unique to the person. So depression symptoms can vary from mild to very severe. And some of the symptoms include changes in appetite, weight gain, weight loss, irregular sleeping, loss of energy, difficulty thinking and concentrating, as well as thoughts about death or suicide. And if you do have thoughts about death or suicide, then I highly encourage you to reach out and talk to somebody. So depression can cause strong feelings of sadness or loss of interest in the activities that you once enjoyed. It can lead to a variety of emotional and physical problems that can decrease your ability to successfully function at your workplace as well as in your social life at home. So people develop depression throughout their lifetime and it is not a specific age or a specific time that someone can develop depression, but it is very common to first appear in the late teens and early 20s and women are more likely to experience depression over men, which is not to take away from any depression that men do experience. It is just more common for women to experience depression. So there are several factors that play into the role that lead up to depression, and it can be genetic, your personality, and It is strongly influenced by environmental factors. Depression is one of the most treatable mental disorders. Between 90 and 80% of people experience positive outcomes to treatment. A majority of the patients gain some relief from the symptoms that they are experiencing. So cognition involves the study of internal mental processes, which includes everything that goes on inside of your brain. This includes perception, thinking, memory, attention, language, problem solving, and learning. So cognition is involved in gaining knowledge and comprehension. So cognitive psychology is a field of psychology that studies how people think in the processes that are involved in cognition. Cognitive processes are involved and affect everyday life in many different areas. Cognitive processes are critical to your overall health and well-being. Cognition is a big part of making decisions and perceiving the world around you. When you have developed depression, the mental illness can affect those decisions 
as well as how you perceive the world around you. As you interact with the world, your brain takes in all of the sensory inputs, which includes all of your five senses, and turns that into information that you can process and act upon. The world around us has endless amounts of sensory experiences so that your brain is always processing information. When a person is struggling or battling depression, our cognition is affected by those thoughts and feelings that are side effects and symptoms of depression. Often a person struggles with their depressive episodes and symptoms more days than not. So often you have more bad days than you do good. Depression causes loss of appetite. So when your body is taking in those signals that would normally inform you that it's time to eat, like your stomach growling or your head starting to hurt from being hungry, you're not really going to recognize those signals as often and as normally as somebody that does not have depression because the mental state that the person is in affects how your body responds. People that struggle with depression also can have insomnia or hypersomnia, which keeps their body awake for longer periods of time than a normal person would be, or it keeps them asleep or sleeping more often and frequently than somebody that does not have depression normally would. So the chemical inside of your brain that is responsible for insomnia is called gamma amniobutric. And the chemical that is inside of your brain that is responsible for hypersomnia is histamine. So people who struggle with depression and suffers from one of these symptoms, there's an actual chemical in their brain that is responsible for these symptoms. It is very common for people who struggle with depression to have very irregular sleep schedules. It is hard for them to get enough sleep, and even if they are sleeping, their body is not actually resting, which leads to very low energy levels and fatigue. The basal ganglia is at the base of the brain, which is associated with the functioning of your motor skills and motivation. So when a person is experiencing depression, their body is experience very low levels of dopamine and dopamine is a chemical that is released that gives you energy and motivation. So people who struggle with depression also have very low self-esteem. People struggle with self-esteem differently. Everybody has their own perspective on themselves. Everybody judges themselves differently and everybody has their own sense of self. So people that have depression have a very low outlook on their sense of self. They tend to be harsher on themselves because of a chemical imbalance in their brain. The chemical that plays into low self-esteem is serotonin. And when you suffer from very low serotonin levels, it can overall affect your body. People with depression often struggle with staying on task and concentrating for long periods of time. They also struggle with decision making. So your decision making process is located in your frontal lobe. The frontal lobe is responsible for your personality, your decision making, and reasoning which are all affected by depression symptoms. And depression is something that everybody experiences differently. Everybody. Everybody struggles in their own way. Now that you know a little bit more about cognition and depression, you can see that depression plays into a major part of your cognition because it affects almost everything that you do. 
because of the chemical imbalances that play into that. So thank you so much for tuning in and giving it a listen, and I will see you guys next time.